right, welcome back. We're here with another episode, COVID-19 special for the week. How you doing, Paul? Good. No COVID, so uh, so we're living life over here. Yeah, we're going to see like where this goes. I actually just got off um, a live live stream of the Maryland governor giving a an update on what what's like going on. Um, he basically w- gave like a disappointed lecture on um, what Marylanders have been doing this past week and a half, but he argued that he's not going to do a shelter in place. <laughs> like I, I'm very conflicted with that because, you know, I've been going for walks in the park, you know, to try and keep myself sane, but obviously I'm socially distancing as much as I can. I see so many people there not doing that, and it like pisses me off. Yeah, because like, so like, I, we almost okay. need to shelter in place. I know that people are gonna hate that, but like, stop being idiots. Yeah, because you're just ruining it for like the rest of us too. Like, I'm starting to get cabin fever pretty bad, but the only times I go out are like to the dollar general that's down the road from me for like a brief moment to get like the essentials. Like, I need milk. <laughs> or I'm going to like a park, which is off the grid. Like yesterday I was just like walking in the mountains by myself, which there wasn't anyone for about like two miles. <laughs> it can't get COVID doing that. Yeah. That's honestly probably safer, but that same time. Yeah. Like what you're saying, there's like still like these groups of people. Like, I don't know if you saw that news article about those uh, spring breakers coming back from Florida who got like five of them got COVID. Yes. Yes. Like, of course they did. You guys are morons. <laughs> hey, they, they, they didn't want to ruin their spring break, but now COVID's going to ruin their lives. Right. And like, listen, the death rate is still incredibly low for people, you know, under the age of 40. But that still doesn't mean that you can just kind of do whatever the hell you want. Like, there are people that mm-hmm. could get very, very sick. There are people that could die. You know, the risk is low. But also think about all those other people who you could be affecting, like your grandparents or your parents or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, or, or just like anyone in general, stop, too. Stop. <laughs> yeah, stop being selfish. Because like what they're saying, there's a lot of younger adults are getting adversely affected right now, which they didn't expect. So basically it comes down to it seems like your like immune system. So like I know I have a great immune system. So it's like, like as an example, oh, I could have COVID and I wouldn't have any symptoms. But, you know, if I don't listen to the social distancing rules that they set in place, I could spread that to like three people who could basically like end their lives. And then they could spread that like in a matter of like days. And that could turn into, you know, what the United States is turning into, like, which is at 33,000 as of now. Right. Which is scary because... You know, I would hate for my runny nose to mean that somebody else loses their life. Like, that's not yeah. That's not right. Like, it's not cool I, at this point. Uh, no, of course it's not cool. Not to mention all the hospitals and whatever that are now overpopulated and running at max capacity and doctors that don't have the proper medical equipment. Yeah. Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's what, like, sucks, too, because... Um, like, even, like, if you've seen Evan's tweets, just, of like, what he's experiencing in the hospital, it just, like, is a terrible situation that all these, like, nurses and doctors and 
Um, everyone's getting spread thin and they're forced to go to work. Like I was talking to my one friend, she's eight months pregnant and her work basically told her she's a nurse or she's like a delivery nurse. Um, and she's forced to even report to work, even if she has symptoms of COVID being eight months pregnant. And I, that just like generally pisses me off because it's like now they're going to risk like these stupid people are going to risk her and like her potential baby's lives like at stake. Mm-hmm. Right. But we I mean, we're running at mass capacity to begin with, which makes economic sense because um, I was listening to a podcast about this the other day. Um, yes, I cheat on Trust the Pod. I listen to other podcasts. <laughs> we won't say. Um, I should just listen to this one. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> just listen to this every single day when we post it. <laughs> no, but they were saying that um, what's happening is that these uh, hospitals always operate at max capacity because ideally you don't want to have empty rooms, empty beds ventilators you're not using like that's a waste of money for them so anytime that there is a a catastrophe whether it's just like a 20 car pile up on the highway they get you know rushed into this frenzied state of you know oh my god we need to do triage we need to do this we need to do that and Mm -hmm. if it's an accident like you have a set number it's a confined area but if it's a pandemic that's when you're really kind of screwed yeah because you will get like this influx and it could just like spike and you don't know when like the end of that spike is. Right, exactly. Um, I tell so, you what, I tell you what, you know who's looked like an absolute god throughout all of this? Who, Andrew Cuomo? Been Andrew, yeah. Andrew Cuomo. <laughs> yeah, I was, whenever I get on like this deep dark web of like Twitter, I'll, I'll start to see like tweets that like, oh, they're just propping up Andrew Cuomo. Don't be like... Sh- shocked if the democratic party just like um elevates his status over joe biden because a lot of people are getting like pissed at joe biden because he can't figure out a live stream and i'm like all right i need to like stop this but yeah he's been doing a great job trump's sort of just handing it over to the governors which is bush-esque like for katrina Which is really dumb, too, because yeah. all the governors are doing something completely different because some states have way more cases than others. So, like, the West Virginia governor, who they have, what, 10 cases? Well, known cases because they have, like, no testing. Okay, well, I-, I think a lot of people are just like, well, this isn't affecting me. I don't want to do anything. But then you have people yeah. like Wolf and, and um, Phil Murphy in Jersey and yeah. Cuomo in New York who are like, Tri-state. no, this is a problem. This yeah. is a problem. Like, we need to be like really strict right now. Tonight they're doing uh, everything has to be closed by eight p.m. Yeah, like everything's going to shut down this week. There was that one doctor, like the U.S. surgeon, saying this week is going to be really bad. And now, obviously, the stock market. Like, if I just type in Dow Jones, it's already at down eight hundred points. Oh my gosh! So it's down to eight eighteen thirty. 18,000. Oh my gosh. There's not going to be the stimulus because nobody wants to pass anything. Yeah, because this is where you have you have a lot of things. I know you're going to hate this from me. A lot of things from capitalism being exploited throughout this whole process. <laughs> um, but I think 
the biggest thing that's getting exploited right now is through like the the bailout money of especially like the airline industry how they got like 45 billion they put 45 billion dollars into like stock buybacks and now they're asking for more money because they don't have any cash reserves so i think that's what's just generally pissing off a lot of people right now and doing that information especially like working people who are like in like the service industry who are struggling just to get by because they got laid off now they don't have any health insurance and then you have like these huge industries who you know are charging extra money for like a seat to sit on for like an air for the airlines and yet they need billions and billions of dollars while the working people you know they just get screwed over again because they should have saved three months worth of rent or whatever right i mean honestly if they pass that bailout i think i'm probably going to donate the money that i get i I was thinking about that too because i was like i'm just gonna as of now and you're probably in that same boat too we are sort of not really impacted by this like our school is off for two weeks but i'm luckily enough to be one of those um members uh in the in education where we still get paid no matter what whereas like a paraprofessional or like the hourly or part-time workers cafeteria aides they were sort of screwed over in this whole process right right and i think about to like you know i have friends that are contractors or surveyors that are now way out of work you know mm-hmm. those are the ones that need this money more than me so i'd much yeah. rather give this to like food bank or a, a medical supplies company or something so mm-hmm. that they can have it like i don't need it yeah because it's like we're fortunate enough to be in this position where we're sort of protected it whereas even if we get like two grand each, that could go really far for like a family of four. That's why, um, I don't know if you saw in the details, but every time I post this pod, I just put in like a coronavirus relief effort uh, for donations yeah. for anyone just to put in. And I feel like that's why I also want to do this like every day, just see, <laughs> just to like, I don't know, do something can that makes my time worthwhile instead of just staring off into space or getting stressed out or like feel the anxiety of the nation <laughs> right i mean because it's not like you have a leader who's gonna say something comforting <laughs> yeah it's just like every That's day it's something positive. worse that's a nasty question you shouldn't ask him <laughs> to say something to comfort a nation yeah it's like hey you're the president of the united states during a pandemic what do you say to comfort people who are feeling scared? You're a nasty reporter. <laughs> like, God, oh, come on, dude. I don't know if you saw the thing I retweeted, but I was like, man, I wish FDR would have said that instead of whatever <laughs> he said about Peter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I think I saw that, too. Yeah, just like imagine FDR doing something like that. Instead of initiating the Green New Deal and pushing forward all these programs that are like still around today, just being like, oh, you're a natural reporter. And then like right before we started recording this, I was getting uh, myself angered. You know, it was during that time of day. It was my 11 a.m. schedule of getting angered at what was going on. Uh, And he was talking about his net worth for about like five minutes straight and how he spent billions of dollars to be the president. And 
how he doesn't care and he's worth billions, but he spent billions to be president because he cares. It's like, all right, dude. <laughs> That's a great thing to say to all these families that are suffering, trying to get by, you know, the, the stimulus isn't even going to help them get by for more than a week. Yeah. He's like, but I'm a billionaire. Yeah. And it's just like, it, it, and he's like the self pity mode. It's like, nobody feels sorry for you, dude. Yeah. Especially one of the most, uh, like this is like a huge turning point in American history. And he's sitting there at the podium being like, woe is me. I have such a rough life. The news treats me terrible. It's like, oh my gosh. It's just so out of touch. It's like when you expect Washington to be sort of helpful during this time, we still realize Washington will still never help the working man in this or working woman in this country in like the worst times. Of course they won't. And that's why you see like Andrew Cuomo and Larry Hogan and Tom Wolf and um, Larry Newsom going, uh, niching all these strict orders. And like um, with Maryland's governor, Larry Hogan, he was basically like, look, if you have a small business, if you are unemployed laid off, we have your back. And I was like, thank you. Thank you so much. There's so many people who are affected by this. Like I have students who regularly like don't eat. And now, like, school is closed and now their parents are, still, like, forced to deal with, like, taking care of them as well and trying to figure out what to do with their family. And at least, like, the governor has um, initiating some funds for uh, those type of workers and those type of families. That's um, like, please care about somebody other than yourself. Yeah. Care about the people who are going to be affected by this. Yeah. And there's a lot of them. Yeah, there's there's a ton. Um, I guess to, we we originally were gonna. Let me ask you this. What what? Uh, what were you gonna say? Oh no no no! I'll I'll uh, say that later. I was gonna talk about right. we were gonna. All right, no, never mind, never mind. <laughs> what <are> you do. <laughs> um, I was gonna say. So now that we're quarantined. What has been your go-to quarantine activity? Because I think that people <laughs> need like go. a pick-me-up. Yeah. So like um, usually if I catch myself going down, like just focusing on like social media, because even if you go on like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, it's just filled with like horror stories and it makes you feel mm -hmm. sort of like bad in these dark times. But what I've been starting to do and – this is where consumer culture has sort of been put on pause is now people are like source forced to like reflect. And um, what I've been doing is I've been trying to read more now. Um, I'm reading this one book now, of course, on like <laughs> the Republic of Walmart and how it's um, this huge, it could be like a, like a, a country because it's, such a large corporation and, and entails so many workers, but I've been trying to focus on reading a little bit more. Um, I also been, you know, luckily I have PlayStation four where I've been, uh, I've been playing city skylines and I try to make Shimokin. So I've been like industrializing the heck out of this one country. And um, now I'm just trying to rebuild it, but it's, 
like those little distractions I've been trying to like focus on. I don't know what you're doing during these times. So I found on my flash drive. Uh, I just remembered that I have backyard baseball 2003. Oh my gosh. Oh, like I figured that out yesterday and it, it's been a life changer. Yo, we should wait. So that's on your computer. You should, we should play on, uh, uh, we'll go on Google Hangouts because on Google Hangouts, you can share your screen and we can live stream <laughs> backyard baseball. That sounds like an episode right there. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> we should do you'll that. See, <laughs> you'll get to see the goat, Pablo Sanchez, just crush yes. the uh, like, Who so Who else awesome. was on that game? Wasn't Barry Bonds on that? Oh, on Ken Griffey. So my team is I got Ichiro. Oh yeah. Off. Derek Jeter number two. Pablo Sanchez in the three spot because he's just a baller. <laughs> Griffey. I got I got Griffey. I have uh, Chipper Jones. Oh. Pujols. Mike Piazza. That's when baseball was great. Rod. And Randy Johnson. Yeah, we That's should we should live stream it too. We'll have a live streaming pod. <laughs> live streaming pod of backyard baseball 2003. Yes, that sounds. So your your schedule is basically open up too, right? This rest of the week. Uh, I think you already know. <laughs> we're we're on the same boat. That definitely sounds like something we should get on. Um, you have to like set that up. Because then if we go on Google Hangouts, you'll just hit share your screen. And then from my cell phone, I could live stream it. <laughs> That's literally going to be the pod that blows up. <laughs> yeah, I know. Watch. <laughs> Dude, actually, watch. That'll, especially if it's going live stream, people are like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> I'll, I'll, rec I'll record it on Anchor. And then I'll live stream it on like Instagram or Facebook just to see like what's going on, what people are thinking. And we can get more people to join. I'll just get the, uh, we'll get like a like from Maddie for that. Yeah. That would be awesome. That would make my life. <laughs> yeah, imagine that's where we get like the likes from like Coach JB. He's like, let me get on that. <laughs> I wonder what his team would be. He'd probably be, he's, he's an OG. So he would definitely have. What isn't Richie Sexton on that team? Richie Sexton is on this yeah. team. Yes. So there's Richie Sexton. I think there's um, um, there. yeah, that's who it is. Jeff Conine, Tony Gwynn. Um, who is Tory Hunter on that team? I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. But then Mark McGuire. I feel like he'd pick like Ken Griffey. Um, but I know he's a. I think he's a Dodgers fan. Who who's on the Dodgers that was on that team? Was any there's Jeff Bagwell? Uh, oh gosh, who else was on that team? I'm gonna like look up this roster. I'm looking up right now. So let's see. We got we got Nomar Garcia Para, Greg Vaughn, Greg Vaughn, A Rod or A Rod, Frank Thomas, J Roll. Nice, J Roll. Todd Helton, Pujols, Bonds, Randy Johnson, Richie Sexton. Jeff Bagwell, Jeff Conine, Chipper Jones, Jeter, 
Troy Gloss. Troy okay. Gloss. He'd probably like him because he was an angel. <laughs> and Heimlich. Yeah, so Brad Radke. Brad Radke. Carlos what? Delgado. Carlos Delgado. Griffey. Is Kenny Lofton? Griffey. No, he was on um, 2001. Oh, okay. Because I'm just like yeah, looking so at this so picture. So, Joseph Beltron, Tim Hudson, Jim Tomey, Cliff Floyd. Yo, one of my favorite players of all time, Cliff Floyd. There's Because it was on the 2001 Florida Marlins. You had Preston Wilson, Cliff Floyd. I think that was when, I don't know, Jeff Conant was on the 97 and 03 team. Those are some of the, my favorite teams of all time. That could be a pod right there where, where we just talk about, reminisce about our random favorite teams of all time. We got this whole week, like... <laughs> we just painted out. Yeah, that'd be like a whole pod right there. You know, when I say a whole pod, I mean like 25 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just get like 20 views, 20 views, and then just one day... A thousand. 6,000. Yeah, 6,000. That would be like the one where we just like blow up. <laughs> Dude, we did it. Shut it down. <laughs> yeah, shut it down. Bye. We need the bailout. <laughs> yeah, this is our living now. We're, we're getting paid for this. Our pod is too big to fail. Yeah, it's too big to fail. There's too many jobs at stake right now. At two jobs and a net worth of $4. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, and you spell that like two ways. That we're we're getting almost two dollars a pop for what two years worth of work. <laughs> that capitalism is exploited. <laughs> I want my payment in nickels. Yeah, nickels. So, like, if we did the math on that and we divided it between each show. And then divided in between like the minute or like per hour. I wonder what that would come up to. Making like a penny. <laughs> like maybe not even like that. <laughs> well, what? There's a hundred pennies. Divide that by two. So 50 pennies each. <laughs> That's where it doesn't help our case because we're dividing it by two. Luckily, we're not like, um, we're not like one of Terrain's pods where he has a producer too. So they have to like split it three ways. Because of Craig. So, Trey, if you're listening, Craig gets a shout-out. <laughs> or I think that's his name. I think Craig is his name. You gotta, you gotta cut. You gotta cut people, man. Yeah. Treat them like a pandemic team. You just gotta cut them to save some money. Well, if we just didn't have stock buybacks of Trust the Pod, <laughs> maybe our <laughs> we would have a producer. So, that should be in our stimulus package. <laughs> I think we should hire... Literally everybody that listens, so eventually we'll get to be too big to fail. <laughs> Where like there's so many families dependent on our production. <laughs> line them all up, baby. <laughs> yeah, line them up. We'll get like <laughs> uh, that, line them up, line them up. Yo, did you see that one tweet that uh, Trust the Pod sent out? Uh, that um, I think it was Freddie Freeman. He was playing baseball with his kid, and he, they're just like low key listening to Morgan Whalen in it. And I was the only one that realized it too. Everyone else was like, "Oh, that's so awesome! Oh, your kid's so cute!" And I'm like, "Nice Morgan Whalen in the background." <laughs> <laughs> it, 
I I didn't notice that at first, <laughs> but then when you like tweeted about it, <laughs> I listened to it and I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> I had like this like weird thing like clicked with me. I was like, wait a minute, what's that in the background? And it was chasing you by Morgan Whalen. It was like, oh yes, you're so awesome now, Freddie Freeman. <laughs> Could you taste the seeds in your mouth while Dude, you were listening to that? Yeah, because he's what, on the Braves still? Or I don't even know. I just remember I hated him because he was on the Braves for such a long time. But it, it, it was like spring weather. Morgan Whalen chasing you on the background, playing wiffle ball. Uh, yeah, that just tastes like spring. Now the birds are out, just making <laughs> life so great when you forget about the disaster that's happening right now around the world. The global pandemic. Hey, it's a hoax. <laughs> oh man. You know what really sucks though? You know what the biggest casualty of this has been? What? Block party. Block party? It's been the biggest casualty. Well, we all know there's going to be still people who go to block party. And who will go to Fetterman on that? Like, if you have people going to Florida, spending all that, you know you're going to have people, especially, that's still, what, three weeks away? If this gets anywhere, like, better in terms of, like, the circumstances and the situation, um, I still expect there's going to be, like, a good chunk of people going up to block party. I'm sure there will be. Yeah, I'd still be like, you know, down to hang, but at the same time, I don't want to risk anyone's lives. <laughs> it's not worth it. Like there was, I was reading up one of the, like, there was like a wedding in Australia and after the wedding, like 37 or 38 people uh, got coronavirus and the the couple felt so bad. I was like, oh my gosh, that, that, that'd feel terrible. Do you and uh, the wife of the pod, or uh, fiance, fiance of the pod, pod have a uh, what? Have a what? Do you and the fiance of the pod have a uh, Corona plan just in case? I've been like thinking about it, and it's like if I want to, you know, maintain everything in place. Like I've heard some people already, like those who are getting married first week of May or like in April. What they've done is had like maybe only immediate family there for the ceremony and then just postpone the reception. That's always one option or just like all together, just like postpone it. But um, it might be, you know, I'd be okay with maybe like a Friday in August because that way it's still like summertime. And at that point, you know, it is what it is. Um, I still just want to have like the biggest party. <laughs> And, you know, if coronavirus is just, like, altogether done away with or it's minimalized and we have, like, the situation under wraps, like, just imagine how happy everyone would be. Just, like, the pure joy. Not not, not because of my wedding, but, like, just because of, um, you know, we can all just, like, be together. Like, just in general, the general public can be, like, together again. <laughs> right. Yeah, I can't wait for that moment where, you know, once this is all sort of passed, that we are able to to go back outside. You know, I think about, like, my baseball season, for example, this year. Mm -hmm. We're just watching baseball in general. Did you know that Thursday is March 26th? 
That was supposed yeah. to be opening day. Yeah. Rip. It's going to be a really tough day. Yeah. Really tough day for me. Well, I think the best thing what's going to happen right now, um, I think the next pod we're going to do definitely is the backyard baseball. So that's going to be like one thing to look forward to as we like wrap this up right now. <laughs> Got to brush up on my skills then. Cause I only yeah. played yesterday. I don't want to like embarrass myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So after we're done recording this, we should try to set it up uh, and see, see how it works on like Google Hangouts. I'm so down for that. Oh, yeah. Well, Paul, we'll get that set up. I just want to thank you for joining me on this episode on this lovely Monday uh, afternoon now. So, yeah, thanks for joining me. No problem. Stay safe, everybody, and uh, stay inside. Yep. Everyone better stay home.